You're listening to The Confidence Podcast, your one-stop shop for motivation, inspiration, and confidence to help you boldly and bravely take action on your dreams. I'm your host, Trish Blackwell, and I teach entrepreneurs and dream chasers to take action on the dream God put on their hearts. I empower go-getters to get past their stubborn insecurities so they can crush their goals, outgrow their fears, and create prosperity in their businesses and lives. It's time to rise and shine. Let's dive deep. Hey guys, you are listening to episode number 291 of the Confidence Podcast. I am your host, Trish Blackwell, and we're here talking about how to have a voice and make the changes that you want in your life. So we're going to be talking habit formation and also self-trust to know whether or not you can trust yourself and what you're thinking and your opinions and what you're feeling and what God has put on your heart to speak up and stand up for those without a voice and for the voice inside of you that maybe you have suppressed in the past. So in particular, in this episode of the Confidence Podcast, we're going to be talking about the power of the, the question of fill in the blank. Are you ready for it? Wouldn't it be cool if, so fill in that blank, and then we're going to talk about how to give your voice more voice and to believe that your voice matters. And then finally, I'm going to share with you a four-step process to activate real sustainable change. So buckle up. It is going to be a good episode today. Okay, so we're going to jump in, of course, but first, a quick note from our sponsors. Today's sponsor is my newest program, The Donut Diet. You guys, you might be going, I don't want to start a diet in the holidays. Well, first thing first, it is a non-diet diet. So it is not actually a diet, and it is it is a diet that I chose, a non-diet diet, of course, that is perfect for the holidays because it is a diet of moderation, a diet of permission, a diet of teaching anybody who's ever struggled with emotional eating, mindless snacking, binge eating or overeating to learn how to trust themselves around food and have a different dialogue around food and give themselves permission to have a donut along the way. So I, I know it sounds too good to be true. It is a, it is still work. Don't worry. But I am really, really proud of what this program is for anybody who wants to be free from thinking too much about food or from self-sabotaging with any kind of eating that, that leads to negative emotions. So you can go check that out at thedonutdiet.com. It is only available for one more week, you guys. One more week, there's a 30-day money-back guarantee. So grab your donut and go sign up. So let's dive in. Okay, wouldn't it be cool if, this is a statement that um, I recently heard actually from Jasmine Starr, and I want you to finish this sentence for me. Wouldn't it be cool if blank? You know, we've all heard to think bigger, think outside the box, dream big, but what what if you change the dialogue to say, like to rise up and have your voice to be heard? I think sometimes we have to dig deep and say, well, what is that actual voice? We've all heard, go chase your dreams, go follow your heart, but what does that really mean? Like, do you do you want to end up standing, you know, uh, on stage uh, at America's Got Talent or America's Next Idol and then nobody have told you along the way that you can't sing? Like, that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about figuring out what makes your heart come alive and then not just going and chase the dream mindlessly, but intentionally and purposefully getting if getting a voice coach, getting music lessons, getting presentation, like investing in yourself to help make that dream come alive. So as you think about that, again, if you're driving, by the way, or jogging, don't write this down. But if you are listening, maybe you're doing laundry, washing dishes, or just going on a walk, and you're able to even text this to yourself, write out, wouldn't it be cool if 
blank. And I want to challenge you to take three to four minutes tonight to take a blank sheet of paper and let yourself brain dump. Maybe you already had a quick answer. So my question to you then is what did you fill in there? And what, so what is it that you most want for yourself or for your life right now? What is that crazy idea that you can't really believe is possible that, but that you're willing at least to say, gosh, wouldn't it be cool if blank? And maybe this is a a personal goal. Maybe it's something that you're saying on a larger scale in a way that you want to make a difference in the world. But you can answer this question a lot of different ways. You can answer, wouldn't it be cool if in relation to your relationships, you can do it in relation to your fitness, you can do it in relation to your dream. But the reason I'm talking about voice, by the by the way, so today, today's episode is being published and you might be listening live, you might be catching the replay, and it might be, who knows, two years from now, but the day that this is getting published is election day here in the United States. And, you know, it's a, it's a big deal. And uh, unfortunately, here in the US, you know, there's a lot of campaigns working right now um, that are, are, for advocacy to get people to the polls. Um, but it's a, it's a day where, where a lot of people don't actually show up. And to me, it is a tragedy that so many of our ancestors fought to get us the right to vote at 18, the right for women to vote, the, the right for every single citizen in the United States of age to have a voice to have an opinion that matters to have an opinion that gets tallied now are there complications i'm not getting into a political setup here because there are certainly flaws in our system but fundamentally it is a day where our voices are tallied by votes and it matters every vote matters yet only about 57 percent of eligible americans actually vote and that made me wonder what happened to the other 43 percent why did they decide not to show why did they decide that it didn't matter that that their voices didn't matter why did they resign themselves to letting other people decide the path of their nation why did they say i'm just one vote it doesn't matter and i think if we were honest with ourselves we all get to a point in our lives with a goal or with something we're doing we go well there's 7.5 billion people in this world almost 8 billion people what is my little voice going to make a difference why you know or we find ourselves on social media comparing ourselves to somebody that we admire and we we go well i'm never going to have that impact or that ability to say the way they say it and the reality is that you're right you can't say exactly what they're saying the way they're saying it because every single human being that has ever existed and ever will exist this is part of god's magnificent plan thinks differently the way i think and there's this there's there's science behind this i'm actually reading a lot of stuff from dr caroline leaf who is a brain um, scientist and who looks and studies the dna structure of thoughts and how thoughts take up space in the brain and how there's there is in possible genetically impossible for you and I to experience something and be able to translate it and see it the same way because the way our DNA is set up in our brains and how we we think so that so so before you go on poo-pooing the fact that you're just one person and everybody says the same thing and what are you who are you to have anything to give to the world I want to remind you there is nobody in this world who thinks the way you do nobody in this world who has the story that you do the that, that has the unique gifting that you do we're going to get way more into that in a whole another episode so stay tight if you if you're new to the show i want you to make sure you hit that subscribe button you don't want to miss what is coming out by the way we always post episodes on tuesdays and if you are ever like like i said earlier running or jogging or walking and you can't write something down driving more importantly definitely don't drive and stop and write um, I always keep show notes at my website, trishblackwell.com forward slash podcasts. And that's where you can get all the archives of podcasts because there are 34 secret episodes that are not available 
in iTunes, FYI. So you got to scroll through, go to my website, check out the archives if you're on a binge of the Confidence Podcast. Um, but this in this particular episode show notes, you can find at trishblackwell.com forward slash 291. But I want you to know you can be different. Your voice matters. You can be somebody who always shows up. Even if you haven't shown up or spoken consistently in your past, there is no better time to start than now. Show up, speak up. You're, the space you take up matters. The voice you have and the things you think matter. Don't, don't, and I'm, don't take this as a political um, podcast. It's not in the slightest, but on a day where our voices in the U.S. are collectively gathered around the country, I can't help but think that the world, that about what would happen if instead of just speaking up on one day, what if we spoke up for what we believe in and who we are and what we want every day? What if we stopped being ashamed of, of our faith and started spreading love? What if we stopped questioning if we had a calling and we instead start ta- started taking one step towards that, getting trained, learning more? being courageous and, and showing up in with emotional courage to honor the voice and the little whisperings and cravings of our heart that, that God has planted in us. The things that we find our curiosity compelling us to lean into, those are often the things that are indicative of our, of our calling, of that we need to give voice. And I know that you might be afraid to give your voice flight There are a lot of reasons why. Maybe you were bullied. Maybe your parents belittled your ideas. Maybe your coworkers laughed at at your last proposal. Maybe you failed or maybe you have a boss who is just overbearing and takes every idea and undermines it. Um, Maybe you failed at your weight loss goals so many times that you don't want anybody to know that you still care. Or maybe you just haven't never considered that your voice does matter. I don't know what's keeping your voice low. I don't know what's making you play it small, speaking up only when it's safe or unsure um, if you have anything to share in the first place. But I want you to know that the world needs you. You have a voice. You have a purpose. And you've got a place to make in history. And uh, the other thing I think it's important for me to share with you in total transparency, as a confidence coach, as somebody who practices and is trained in speaking up and being vulnerable and sharing my voice, I want you to know that sometimes there's there's an Instagram post or a Facebook post that I'll post. I'm like, oh no, was that stupid? Like, no, I want you to know that the second guessing, the caring what people think, it's still always going to show up as you speak up as a, as a suggestion of going, oh no. But the, the growth is the confidence comes when you go, oh, who cares if they think I'm stupid? It's still what I needed to be said. Hey, and if they're judging me that much that then if they're probably not right. So, so know that that dialogue still goes on in my mind. So the, the speaking up and having a voice and giving your voice to the world isn't just a, you, you go, I'm going to do it. And it becomes easy. I want you to know there's always going to be a challenge. And that's kind of what's cool. There's you, you, part of the process is being willing to be yourself in a world that is trying to make you someone else is not an easy thing to do, which is why I'm always looking to dive deep in this in this context for you and why we we're doing a show on this today. So I want to talk next about how to give your voice more voice. And what you guys may not know is I'm actually taking this voice concept even further. Um, one of our amazing listeners and a girl who is on my beauty counter team, Lauren Anderson, is um, going to be starting. I'm going to be now I'm saying it out loud, so I actually have to follow through with it. Um, because I technically haven't had my first lesson, but I'm going to take voice lessons. Um, and if you guys are looking for voice lessons, I'm going to fill you in more about how the process is going. I'm a huge fan of doing something that scares you. I am definitely scared, but this is a way I, I can learn to project and control. And I, I don't know a lot of the, you know, physical parts of 
voice. And so if you are looking for voice lessons, I got a girl for you. Go check out Lauren Anderson. And um, I'm happy to send you um, her info and I'll keep you posted on how it goes for me. But you give your voice more voice by stop waiting for permission or validation from others and give it to yourself because know that you have all you need right now because you are who God made you to be. God has given you validation. God has said that you're enough. We are the only people, the only people that we are silent, that are silencing us is ourselves. And sometimes we can't hear our own voice because we're not, not because it's not there, because, but because we're not slowing down enough to listen to ourselves. We are too busy. We're caught up in the culture of busyness that we miss actual depth. We miss actually what we crave. And then we convince ourselves because we are so busy and we haven't been listening to what we're, we're hearing and what God is saying to us that we, we don't think we have a voice. We get convinced that, well, I'm too tired. I'm too exhausted. What do I have to offer the world? Or, and we distract ourselves thinking, I'm just too busy. And then what happens is we end up living by what I'm really jamming out on this concept of living by accident versus living by design. And we don't stumble into being this, the person we want to be and make the difference we want to be by accident. You guys, we do it by on purpose. We do it by design. And so I want to encourage you to start living quote unquote by design. And when you do that, you will start realizing that you have something to give. If that's overwhelming, you're like, how the heck do I live by design? Uh, that's, I'd be happy to help you that go check out my coaching page on my website or shoot me an email trish at trishblackwell.com honestly three or four one-on-one coaching sessions with me and you could we could really masterfully craft what your living by design actually means that you continue to grow in a way that um, we can automate some of your behaviors and we'll talk a little bit more about automation in a second Um, another way to give your voice more voices to speak up practice speaking up for yourself for others for your boundaries for your opinions for your beliefs because remember not everybody is going to like you and and that's a good thing because if you do anything that matters with your voice you will always have people opposed to you creating resistance is actually a good thing and you know it's it's a continual process i'm not sure if i'm ever going to master this but i'm definitely growing in it is to learn to be okay not being liked by everyone and um you know, we learn that as kids in elementary school, and it, it's 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 a theme that goes our whole life. Um, and if you think about this, you might be like, "Well, some people. I mean, I could just I just want to include everybody, and I don't want to offend anybody. And I want. Do you think? Can you think of any brand that is universally liked? Not Nike, not Under Armour, not Apple, not. You know, I, I mean, think about it. How these big brands are like, well, everybody likes this or your favorite musician. I don't know. Even you could go classic Beatles or I'm not, um, for me, Shakira. I'm like, who wouldn't like Shakira? Like, I'm sure you're listening. You're like, I don't like Shakira or I've never heard of Shakira. Like these people that we, we've built up or, or, or someone that we are like, well, of course, they're so perfect and they've got this voice and this platform. There are people who don't like them. How freeing is that? And they're still making a difference in this world and they're still speaking up and having a voice. So I want to encourage you to think beyond being liked by everybody. Resist also, you guys, we got to, as we grow, resist the temptation to downplay our story. We were created by the most masterful of all storytellers, by the being who created stories and crafted us to be drawn to them. We are not responsible for writing our own story. We are simply responsible for surrendering our lives to show up fully for God to do the rest. But we have to show up in order for him to work through us. We have to be willing to say, use me, use me. And then we have to speak up and be, allow ourselves to be used and to be scared to do it. 
And it's okay because if you believe that God is with you and he is for you and he is equipping you, he will give you the words to speak. And that's, I mean that in a literal sense and I mean that in a metaphorical sense. Whatever you're giving rise to your voice is, he will give you that voice. Sometimes I, I get overwhelmed as in my in my growth of thinking, I don't know how to give voice to my political opinions or my, you know, this these different complex, you know, philosoph philosophical issues because I was overwhelmed with what I actually believed. And so if you're in that position of like, I don't know what my dream is, I don't know what my what I actually really care about. What am I passionate about? I think that's also where you for me, what I what helped me was turning to God and going, give me direction. Like I want a voice. I want to know. I want to be able to stand and not go back and forth side to side. I want to be somebody who stands for something. And I want to, if you guys have never heard the um, excerpt from Teddy Roosevelt's um, Man in the Arena, it's an amazing, amazing quote that I wanted to share with you because I want to remind you as you think about this concept of giving your voice more voice, of, of speaking up, even though maybe somebody told you, you know, be good and pretty, just, just be quiet, just sit there and right. Or, or you've spoken up in the past and it came back and, and you're just so discouraged or you feel like you're, you're a failure and who's going to want you to speak on stage and who's going to think that this idea is good because you've been rejected this many times, whatever that having a voice means, I want you to realize and remember that it's an experiment. It is not about being perfect. It is better to be in the arena. You don't, your voice doesn't have to be perfect. You make it perfect by speaking up, by wrestling, by being open to change, by getting dirty, by being uncomfortable. And ultimately by knowing that your voice you're speaking up for, for is change is for change change. It is for good. It is for others. Your voice, be it at the tiniest whisper or the loudest shout makes the world a better place. And so how do we, what's the one thing, the main thing that silences our voices the most? It's caring too much what people think. It's worrying about the critics. Critics. It's worrying about not being liked by everyone. And it's a, and this is an era we can always grow in more. You guys, I know I am. I know there are things I'm. I, I hesitate to share, and I'm like, oh, come on, just honor the voice, honor the truth. And here's the quote from Teddy Roosevelt. And again, if you want to read this, I, I highly recommend that you read this, write it out, remind yourself, study this. Um, it's in show notes at trishblackwell.com/forward/slash/two-nine-one. It is not the critic who counts, not the man who points out how the strong man stumbles or where the doer of deeds could have done them better. The credit belongs to the man who is actually in the arena, whose face is marred by dust and sweat and blood, who strives valiantly, yet errs, who comes short again and again because there's no effort without error and shortcoming, but who does actually strive to do the deeds, who knows great enthusiasms, the great devotions, who spends himself in a worthy cause, who at the best knows in the end the triumph of high achievement, and who at the worst, if he fails, at least fails while daring greatly, so that his place shall never be with those cold, timid souls who knew neither victory nor defeat. I don't know about you, but just reading that fires me up to fail. I want to fail trying. I, 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 I spent too many years of my life resigned on the bench of life, kind of just saying, I'm waiting for everybody to say it's okay to give me permission, to give me permission to say that I matter or that I can do something that matters or that, that my presence in the world matters. And I, I decided to, to just go all in, to fail trying. And I've got a lot of big dreams, a lot of goals, and they scare the crap out of me. 
And I don't, I don't think it matters if I achieve them or not. I think it matters that I keep showing up and I grow into them and I lean into them because as I go through the process, they're making a difference. They're making a difference in my life, my personal life, but also on a larger scale. And so this arbitrary finish line that we create really doesn't matter. So I think everything about having a voice, about pursuing our dreams and creating habits that matter is about failing trying and that failing is a good thing and that we learn from every failure. And, and so uh, I want to transition now into this concept of of habits, of how to create sustainable change. Because a four-step process, I, I promised you a four-step process to activate real sustainable change. Because sometimes we don't make change. The reason we don't make change is because we haven't actually given the habit that we want to change voice in our life. So we 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 think, well, I'm just going to discipline myself into doing this. And it's not about that. It's about, I, I think sometimes creating, we talked to earlier about designing your life. So this is a four-step process that I work a lot of my, with one of my coaching clients and my members of the College of Confidence on. Um, and by the way, College of Confidence currently is not available. We'll be relaunching in 2019, but you can get on the waiting list now. So go to um, collegeofconfidence.com or trishblackwell.com forward slash confidence or college for more info. And you can get on the waiting list. But there's that I really like keeping things simple when I'm designing life. It, it, it is found, founded and in simplicity and just because something simple doesn't mean it's easy, but it does make it more manageable and sustainable. So your four-step way to activate change, well, first, before we even get to that, is to make the to, is to give voice to the fact that you want change of some sort in your life. So that's why I wanted to talk about habit formation and change with this topic of your voice matters. You've if you want to change, you need to to get behind it with your entire voice and say, this, I'm done being this way. I give voice to change. And so here's your four-step process. You're going to pick one area of focus. Then you're going to be open to the experiment of the process. And then number three, you're going to have more fun than you think you should as you go. And then number four, you're going to prepare your mind. So I'm going to just run through this topic. This is something I, I go deeper in with my College of Confidence folks. Um, but we can certainly revisit, revisit this more in depth on a future podcast if you guys give me the feedback that you want more of this but pick one area of focus what does that mean it means we when we decide we put voice to change sometimes we want to change too many things at one time and that's just not nice like it's just not cool to ourselves like we set ourselves up by overcommitting and thinking oh I'm so motivated it is just not sustainable so we're gonna I want to remind you that overcommitting and overcomplicating leads to overwhelm and overwhelm leads to shutdown and shutdown leads to going, um, this isn't for me. So I want you to set yourself up for victory by cutting your expectations in half. You're going to pick one area of focus and then you're going to identify three small, what I like to call guidance rules, not rules, but guidance rules within your one area of focus. So these are structural things. So we recently did a, a seven day nighttime reset. And you guys, if you want to know when my next nighttime routine reset, set challenge is make sure you're in my email list you can get on my email list just go to my website there's lots of areas you can opt in and there's lots of little free gifts for you there but in that nighttime routine reset one of the most game-changing things was giving people some simple rules of saying you pick three simple rules and those are your things so your rule might be I don't drink wine in front of the tv or I don't eat in front of a screen um, or it's my rule is that I do do 30 minutes of 
quality time with my spouse, right? So what are your guidance rules? And then the guidance means they don't have to be perfect, which leads me to step number two, be open to the experiment. It is experimentation, not a perfection of execution that makes habits sustainable. Being open-minded to saying, I'm not going to master this. I'm just going to work to find a way that see how I can consistently show up in this way and more frequently. Um, And then I want you to look at this experiment as fun, as creating sustainable change doesn't have to be hard if we shift our mindset to that it's a journey. And then when it's a journey, it's not about the destination. We are able to then give ourselves the gift of removing the judgment. And when we remove judgment, we're able to have this eager anticipation for an adventure, not expectation for perfection. It's so freeing, you guys. Step number three, have more fun as you go. So this is sort of a next step from this adventure concept and eager anticipation. But really, we need to have more fun in life. We we take things way too seriously. We, we focus way too hard. We're too hard on ourselves. And we think things have to be really, really hard. So I want you to, and then what happens is we create this self-sabotaging cycle of being really motivated and being really overwhelmed and being really motivated and being really stressed. So I want to encourage you to create a game in the process, if you can. I really believe in gamification of change, and I work with my clients on that. If that's a um, something that they're working on, of ideas of how to make it fun for yourself, so that you you create a habit. A habit is created. Science has shown it creates takes twenty one days to t- to create a habit, but to make it to implant it into your brain and into your subconscious, so that it becomes an automated behavior, takes three cycles of twenty one days, so that is sixty three days, um, and that is research done by Dr. Caroline Leaf that I am um, referencing. And so it's not, these aren't just random numbers I'm pulling out. It is, it, there's scientific research backing to that. So, so a lot, a lot, most of the time though, you guys, people give up at day three or four when they're creating change. And so to get past day three or four, we need to have more fun. <laughs> we just need to have more fun. And remember that that is, you can give yourself voice and voice to permission to say, I give myself permission to have more fun with life and to take the pressure off myself and, and be nicer to myself and not go it alone. And then finally, step number four prepare your mind, know your red flags, adjust accordingly, forgive yourself quickly, believe in the reset, and then give yourself, resist the temptation to see yourself how you used to be. Remember that you are a new person. You're a new person this morning, today, than you were yesterday. You are growing every day. So prepare your mind to know that hey, I'm going to have ups and downs. This is a flow. It's not a set trajectory. There's going to be some wiggles to our, if we look, if we were looking at our, our pathway, there's going to be wiggles and it's okay. It's not us failing. It's us failing forward. So when that said here, let's, I hope you guys are fired up. I'm like super fired up just recording this for you. Um, a couple quick announcements. And before we um, highlight our listener, the episode, I love hearing from you guys. So please continue to reach out. Connecting with me on Instagram is so fun seeing how you listen to the show and what shows and episodes are most resonating with you. I always love to hear what you want more of. So please reach out. And if you haven't yet sent me a review. If you have been blessed or encouraged in any way and think, gosh, how could I, like, it's just, how do I send this love back out? The I could not thank you more if you take just two minutes to go into, into iTunes and write a review for the show. It's super simple. You go to your podcast app, type in the name of the show. You have to go back into the search, type the name of the show in, and then scroll down. And midway through the show, you will see it's a big button that says write a review. Go ahead and leave a quick review. It can be just one sentence and it's more than enough. And the, and what it does is I read every single one and it gives me the, the, the motivation and the, and the, 
well, just encouragement to keep showing up for you guys to put the research into what I want to coach you on and to keep showing up and giving you this free content. And then it, what it really does is it pays it forward. It helps somebody else serendipitously fall upon the show because somewhere in the iTunes algorithm, based on what they searched for, or they got a recommendation that they took a chance and said, I'll try this new show out. And they might find themselves, you might be that person 50 episodes later going, I'm here because somebody else wrote a review. So if you could do that for me today, I'd be so grateful. Hit that subscribe button as well. That helps the algorithms as well. And um, I final announcement, you guys, the donut diet. You got one week. I'm closing the doors to the donut diet, November 11th. I picked the day because it's easy to remember, 11-11. And I'm a big... I'm an 11-11 girl. When the clock is 11-11, I make a wish. So I thought it'd be fun to do that. And again, I want to remind you that the donut diet is a non-diet. It is actually the perfect approach to food to help you manage the holiday sugar season. And it, it is, um, there. it's $147. It is six weeks self-guided a couple minutes a day. That's it. A couple minutes a day where you're thinking about food from a new perspective. It's fo- it's it's this concept that's fo- focused on gradual moderation and keeping teaching you some of the dietary freedom principles that have helped my subconscious mind separate food from a healthy, unhealthy emotional attachment to to a free, happy, natural body weight. I, basically, the donut diet is, is going to help you simplify your relationship with food so that you don't find yourself emotionally eating, feeling guilty, self-sabotaging, punishing yourself with extra workouts, or just feeling crappy about yourself because of what you ate or didn't eat or what you meant to eat. I, I, I did that cycle for too many years of my life, and I, and I just I got sick of it. And I went through a lot of therapy and a lot of coaching and I got a lot of help and a lot of reading, a lot of journaling, and it's a lot of, a lot, a lot of, to get to a point where I could package all of that I learned that worked for me and has worked for my clients into this little program that's easy to manage in bite-sized chunks that is fun to do, that yes, you do indeed get to eat donut. If you like donuts, you don't have to eat donuts if you don't like donuts, but you get to actually learn how to trust yourself around food again and eat intuitively. And I know you're scared. I know. It's scary to invest in yourself, which is why I've got a 30-day money-back guarantee. So, And you might be like, oh, I don't have time to do this during the holidays. Okay. That's okay. So buy it now and start it whenever you want. And for the six weeks from, from, from now until six weeks after November 11th, I am showing up. We have a private Facebook group for our donut diet participants. And I show up live there every Wednesday to be able to help you with any of the questions along the way. So, um, I'm looking forward to connecting with you there and help you be free from shame. There is no shame. It should ever be attached to food anymore. And you can give yourself permission to have more pleasure and, and, and be free. So go to the donutdiet.com. It's D O N U T. And I can't wait to celebrate just a new approach to food. We are surrounded by so many messages that we're not enough. And the donut diet is a way to tell you you're enough and being happy with your body weight or losing weight doesn't have to be that hard. It can be a lot more fun and a lot more sugary than you think it is. And I'm somebody who believes in moderating sugar. I'm, I want to be clear. I'm not just going, eat all the sugar. It's not this magical weight loss by eating sugar and not that at all. And you don't even have to want to lose weight to do the donut diet. It is, um, you know what, just go check it out for yourself and let me know. I've got FAQs. Um, I'm so passionate about it and I really have put so much heart and soul into making this a solution, an eating solution for emotional eaters, for anybody who has negative emotions or feelings around food. I want this to be your next step. I'm just so much heart and soul in it. It's my little baby. It's available through November 11th. So go check it out, thedonutdiet.com. 
Again, 30-day money-back guarantee. You got nothing to lose. Okay, listener episode is Kyra Babinski. I love your last name, by the way. And she said, Trish, I love this. Thank you so much. I'm not on social media, but I did want to let you know that since I heard your podcast, I can't remember which one because I got mom brain, um, it mentioned doing something that scares you every day. I've been trying to find something every day that makes me nervous or doubt myself, and then I do it. I played one of my songs I wrote and sang it for my neighbor, and I, re- and I really already felt empowered to be more the more of the me that I know God made me to be just from the tiny bit of you that I've listened to. You are awesome, Trish, and you're the answer to my prayers. But I, hey, I was wondering if your faith is in Jesus. I know you've heard you mention God, and it sounds to me like your faith is super legit, like you're walking with him, but I just thought I'd ask anyways. And oh, asking you that one thing today, that's my thing. My, that's my I feel scared today. So now I'm hitting two birds with one stone. Kyra, this email was beautiful. And by the way, you guys, she responded to my to an email that she's on. She is doing my, I believe, my quick confidence boost. So if you want a quick seven-day program, that's three minutes of Trish video right to your inbox. Go to trishblackwell.com forward slash quick confidence boost. And um, Kyra, yeah, my life changed when I started doing one thing every day that scares me. And so I'm so happy. It's crazy how simple it is, right? And I'm so happy that you are experiencing that as well. And then the other thing I wanted to highlight with Kyra's email was that, um, you know, we're, and I'll, sp- I'll speak to your faith question in just a minute. You had a question about faith and I wanted to let you know, um, I have a resource. You guys may or may not know, but I have a resource that goes along. It's a free resource, goes along with my book, Insecurity Detox. Um, that is a detox devotional. So it is a five day free right to your inbox, also PDF. So you can read it as an ebook. Um, five-day detox emo- uh, devotional that helps you detox your insecurity based on walking alongside biblical scripture So and, and, and prayer. So you can get that for free at trishblackwell.com forward slash devotional. And then, of course, Kyra, to answer your question, I love my man, Jesus. Absolutely. Thank you for asking that. That is something I am working on being more bold and more forthright in, in my coaching to, to, to let people know that got no shame in my game. I, I love Jesus. And my, my prayer and my hope is that I can be his hands and feet of love and show people really the real Jesus. Not, I, I, I'm not, I'm not about trying to be the great Christian. I'm just trying to be love. Try to, try to, try to be more and more of who Jesus really was. And it's hard. And I fail all the time. But isn't that what's so great about about him? Isn't that there is renewal every day, redemption, strength, power, and just love. This endless, endless amount of life-giving love. And that is where I plug myself into to recharge so that I can show up for you guys and love. And I want to be clear, God is so good and he loves you so much. And that is something I need to remind myself on a daily basis. And I hope that by me showing up as a voice of encouragement in your life, no matter what you believe, I hope that you feel God's love. I hope that you feel Jesus's love. Because for me, Christ came to give us life and life that was abundant, abundant life. And that's what I am just eternally grateful for each and every day. It gets me to rise up, design my life by by design, and give thanks that I don't have to all have it all figured out. My job's to show up and know that the love is going to be poured into me 
and that life is good and God is for us and not against us. So, Garrett, thank you for asking that, allowing me to be vulnerable with you guys. Um, and thank you for just allowing me to, to, to be a voice of love in your life. Wherever you stand with your with your relationship with God, with your God grid, is, as um, I recently heard it phrased, I love that. What, what is your God grid? Um, I love you for who you are, for where you are, and I hope that you feel loved. Now, hit that subscribe button, go write a review, share this episode with a friend if it resonated with you, and I hope that you check out the Detox Devotional and the Quick Confidence Boost. All the resources are at my website. Go rock your day, win the day. Life is good and God is for you. Who can be against us? It's a, it's a brilliant, amazing gift. Go out there today. Go be more of who you are. Be you. Be free. Thanks for listening. You can get more confidence resources at trishblackwell.com. If you loved the show, let me know by writing a review on iTunes and by connecting with me on the gram at trish underscore blackwell. You can take your confidence to the next level for free by downloading my detox devotional. The detox devotional is five days of five minute devotions to inspire joy, infuse you with confidence, and help you own the truth that God loves you deeply. Now be more, be free, be you, and be here for next week's show. I'll see you then.